So Memorial Day is right around the corner. And what are you going to wear to that quarantine cookout? Well, DTLR Villa got you. They have 60% off of select styles at DTLR Villa. And they're giving you free shipping when you buy over $25 worth of merchandise. So make sure you shop now. And you can get the 60% off when you go to millennials.us backslash shop so that you can be looking fresh at the quarantine cookout. So don't say I didn't tell you, okay? So that is millennials.us backslash shops. This is for my millennial. Baby, you got it. to a brand new season of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. So we're going to get this party started right. And so, so, so very quickly. All right. But before I do that, I got to give you some housekeeping. Okay. So things have changed just a wee bit. Excuse a wee me, bit bitch. changed like a lot of things going on in the world right now. But I, so we we going we going to rock this party just slightly different. We go on a flow first with the guests, and today we have a really good one. It's not just any guest; it's a great guest, and it's a guest that is coming back for the second time around, and that is Mr. D. Lay. D. Lay is here in the building. He came into the meeting and he ripped it up. So we had a really good time talking to D. Lay. So I can't wait for you guys to hear that, and. We also have a panel session now. Yes, yes. I'm modeling it after my my own heart of some of the shows that I really, really like. And so I wanted to make my podcast similar to those shows. So it's like a show podcast, a podcast show. Um, what's that called? A spod? I'm spitting in the mic. It's like I feel I feel the a spod. That's what this is. It's gonna be a spod. All right, a show and a podcast mixed together. Okay, so that's what we have. So we're gonna have the guests delay, and then we're gonna have our panel session. And guess what? It ain't. It's not just me. I'm not the cinephile all day, every day, like I've been saying. Okay, we actually have some guest hosts on there. Yes, we do. We got the OG in the building, Miss Ashley, the cannabis nurse is here. Yes, no, this is not an episode of brunch and you heard me right. Ashley, the cannabis nurse is going to be one of our panelists today. And Rosie from the Rosie Perspective podcast is here and she is so dope. I am kind of fresh off of her podcast, not too far in the distant past. Yeah, I was on her her platform, so we 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 had to remix it and bring it back around. So I'm excited. It's ladies' night a little bit later on in the show, but before that, we got to talk to Mr. Delay. And no, no top ten trending topics. So let's get into this interview with Mr. Delay. I guess a special guest, a special featured guest today. We have Mr. D-Lay, comedian, extraordinaire, author, actor, writer, all of the above. I'm going to ask you again, how are you doing today? You know, I'm glad you asked. I did not think that you would ask me. You know, I had But you. you did. You know, I feel amazing. I absolutely feel amazing. 
I just drank a large uh, bottle of water. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm replenished. Uh, I'm excited about life. The world is starting to reopen up again. People mm -hmm. are ready for live stand-up. And people are especially ready to see D-Lay live. Hallelujah. 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 Bring, <laughs> bring it in here. You say it sounds luxurious. Like your background is luxurious. You sound I hear echo. When I hear echo, that means big. That means that space. Mean, that means space. You know, that's space. You know what I mean? That's that's you know what that is? That's God enlarging my territory. <laughs> I see the blessings. You better. I, I was going to ask you because you you are a comedian. You do stand up. I mean, there've been a lot of those like Zoom, you know, Zoom stand ups. I was going to ask you how you've been doing, how you've been holding up, because I know some people are doing really well and taking off with the Zoom world, and then some people not so well. Now, when's the last time we talked? January? May. It was like maybe March of twenty twenty. March, May 2020, yeah. A lot has happened since then. Okay. A lot has happened since then. Um, I recently had surgery on my Achilles. Oh my. Okay, yes, you doing, you doing okay? I'm doing okay now. But okay. initially, people, listen, people, Achilles surgery ain't nothing to play with. It sounds like a little bit of uh, your little ankle hurt. You look... Let me tell you what it's like. It's like having a baby. Ooh, ooh, out your okay. foot. Out your out damn your foot. Is having a baby out, out that Achilles. That's mm, yes. Okay. Oh, and geez. then trying to heal it and putting it back together. And uh it's excruciating. But I was playing basketball and heard the pop, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that? They shooting out here. No, they're not shooting out here. <laughs> Sir, that is your foot. It, that, that band is gone. And I'm like, I'm still down on one leg. I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is, um, it's, it's not painful, but I don't really know what it is. It's not? It wasn't as painful. Well, I did it, it wasn't that painful. Okay. It wasn't that, that wasn't that, as, it was, it was painful, but it wasn't, initially, it wasn't that painful. The pain comes after that surgery. And let me tell you, I was playing ball with some younger dudes. You know what I mean? And these dudes, they knew immediately what the injury was. Immediately. They was like, oh, man, you got that Kobe. Do you know these young boys try to give me a pep talk? They try to talk me into <laughs> some shit. Hey, listen, D, listen. Let me tell you something, man. You got to get up and you got to take that next step. Let me tell you what Kobe did. When Kobe popped his ankle, when he popped his Achilles, he got up and he walked to the free throw line and he shot them two free throws. You got to think about this. This is a pivotal step in your life. What you going to do? I said, call an ambulance and get that goddamn gurney over here <laughs> so I can get away. I ain't got no, hey, I ain't got no million dollar contract yet. You no. don't got nothing to, no, no. Yeah, we, no. we in our 30s. We can't be doing that. That's but not. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm I'm like two months, two, three months out from uh, surgery. I'm going back. I'm going to play. Wow. Again. I'm not going to play like full speed. It's just, it'll be just, you know, just shooting around. In two, three months? It's a year injury. Jesus. This ain't Jesus. no... See, when you see them athletes pop back and they go back in four or five months, that's because somebody's sitting with them 24 hours. You know, that's somebody sitting there 24 hours rubbing that Achilles, rubbing that foot. And I'm in physical therapy right now. And shout out to my physical therapist, Jim. I love him, but I want to slap the shit out of him every Tuesday <laughs> and Thursday. Oh, man. Man, he want to get... 
he wants a whole hour and a half, two hours. Like, hey man, you ain't got to do all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, he want to make sure you feel you. good. He want to make you feel good. That's all that is. Hold on, let me let me get something straight with you and, and with your listeners that hear physical therapy and sounds like massage therapy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Those are two different therapies. Those are two different therapies. Okay. Let me tell you something. My Achilles hasn't moved. It hadn't moved before the physical therapy in four months. So now Ooh. physical therapy comes and he decides he wants to take it and bend it. And <laughs> I said, hey, man, let me go. <laughs> I had to ask my physical therapist. I said, what did I ever do to you? You became Moses. Let my people go. Please let me go, sir. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. But I'm, I'm one. Listen, I don't like pain. I do not like pain at all. When they first brought me in with the injury. And it was because and, and like after the next day, then you start feeling pain. He's like, oh, what's going on? They brought me in for x-rays. Let me tell you how much I hate pain. How much? I was not joking. I was dead serious. I looked my doctor in the eye. I said, I know you got to do x-rays, but you got to put me to sleep. You got to put me to sleep. For x-ray? Yes. Yes. Let me explain something to you. Imagine your foot, right? And consider it by itself. Okay. Because the yeah. Achilles is holding Imagine if it's severed. Ooh. Okay. All right. All right. For that demonstration, okay. I'm All sorry, right. audience, but I mean, it's the most. <laughs> okay. You know. It, it, so your foot was like phallic almost. Yeah. Okay. I was at the point. I was at the point at one particular moment. I remember saying, hey, Doc, just cut this son of a bitch off and let's just try to grow a new one. <laughs> a, a new another one. A whole new another one. Oh my gosh. I, but yeah, I'm glad bad. that you are resilient. Like you you are a very resilient person. So you you bounce back, you bounce back quick and and fast. Mm -hmm. But do you think that the stand-up game has changed? Now that I mean, because like you see people like certain big like celebrity, I guess you can say online comedians, like they've sold hundreds of thousands of tickets nationwide and it kind of like changed the game. Do you think it will ever go back to the way that it was? Yeah, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while because uh, people are still afraid. People are still afraid of that germ and, and, and they're just not ready to be in the, so, the most of us are not ready to be in the large masses. Uh, around people right now, it's just not comfortable being vaccinated or not. But like for me, I'm not going back on the road until 2022. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm I'm healed physically. I want to be together mentally, and I'm already in the stage where I'm missing it. I'm okay. at the point where I'm, I'm I'm missing you know performing live performances because like you're saying the Zoom calls, it's it's not the same. It's it's not. It's you don't get not, the immediate gratification from the yeah, audience. Yeah, you laugh and the Wi-Fi jump and it don't sound like you didn't laugh. Now I'm like, why you didn't laugh? That shit was funny. <laughs> and you're like I did laugh. Now I'm arguing with you about your goddamn Wi-Fi. Ah, great. Uh, right. I mean, I I I got you. I got you. you and know, I know that you you are a comedian's comedian though. Like you like to be in the small clubs. You like to be directly with your audience and getting that feedback from your audience. Cause that's like last time we, we spoke, you explained the difference between silly and funny and that there's a lot of silly people, yes. but not necessarily funny people. Right. Do you, right. do you still agree that there is a, cause it seems like the lines have been blurred. Well, Funny, I stick to what I said. Okay. Funny and silly are two different categories. 
Funny can be structured. Silly can you can do anything and get a laugh being silly. Funny is more structured. That dude is funny. He knew that he was gonna say that and make you laugh. Silly is like and you laugh. Like, man, that ain't goddamn funny. I just did some silly shit. You know, I told you last time I came, I had explained it to my sons, but social media is is definitely blurred the lines because it's I mean, it's when you don't get a chance to see the artist live, you can be it shit can be watered down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It could be watered down. And then we were in a pandemic and people just wanted anything. They ain't right. shit. They ain't used. <laughs> they just want anything. I don't get ants fight. We don't give a damn. We just put it on. Just watch these goddamn ants fight. We see who's gonna win this. We don't care. We just <laughs> wanted to be entertained. Well, we were stuck in the house. We ate everything out of our house. We graduated from Netflix. It was nothing less that's left right. to do but right. watch people online. And that's why I was curious because that those are your people. Social media, I mean, you started off as a stand-up comic, yes. but social media I love them. your people. Listen to me. I love them. And I just got over on YouTube and I'm, I'm really over on YouTube like really pumping out a lot of content for them. I got a 12 p.m. every Tuesday show, the delay show, and I'm realizing how loyal they are. When I tell you loyal, I sit on YouTube on live because I go live three or four times a week. I sit on live three and a half hours talking to my fans. They in that thing like this right here. Three and Ring a half. Wow. Wow. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting ready to wrap it up. It's like, man, already? Already? We've been through two more pictures. <laughs> two. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But, what do you feel though about like borrowing jokes? Like, cause I, I know you don't do this. No, you don't do this. Your content no. is original. I've I've seen your content. You stay original. But a lot of social media people will take a joke that is told in a club and then they turn it into a skit, or they'll take it a joke and they make it them their own. Is that is that like a no no? Do you think it's okay to recycle other people's material? It's but it's you know what it's so. The game has expanded so the social media game has expanded so many so much to where they got my jokes on TikTok and people are just mouthing them. So you know, and that's another platform I'm on. I'm, I'm now on TikTok. I had to. I I, I had to get over there. There's an audience <laughs> over there. Right. And I'm too much for TikTok. I am up too much because TikTok they, they gonna want you dancing and doing all of that. And I'm doing grown folk shit. I'm talking to my sons about being in my balls. I'm talking to them about <laughs> sex. I'm having real <laughs> conversations with my sons. And that TikTok audience is like, what you oh, say? No. You heard what the hell I said. You don't like what I said? Take your ass over to Joe Lowe's page. I think he got a revival going on. Go there. <laughs> yeah, because TikTok is different. Because I'm we I'm a little older. TikTok is a whole nother ball game. It I don't is. dance either. If you don't dance and you don't sing, it's going to be rough. I'm, here's the deal. I'm ma- I've been over there. I've been over there two weeks now. I'm making my waves. I'm I'm right okay. at a million. I'm right at a million uh, as far as likes, uh, like about a hundred thousand um, followers and, and like a million likes. Um, I don't know what's the damn difference between the two over there. Uh, my platforms are Facebook and Instagram, but um, I'm really pushing the envelope over there. Are like you they, really? Oh yeah, because what I'm doing is I'm taking some of the material that I had on on the Instagram and I'm putting it over there on TikTok. So yeah, I got plenty of dog. Oh no no no! Pump your brakes! Oh no okay. lord! Okay. No <laughs> lord! <laughs> Just the rants that I would do with me and my sons and different stuff like that, and they flag three or four of my videos a day. Like, hey, ah, hey, brother, you can't do that. You can't. You cannot do that. 
And I'm like, but if you're going to censor me, censor the whole board, censor across the board. Because I kept scrolling today. I saw a nature channel with this boy's name. His name was Nature Boy. He feeding rats to his damn pythons. Ain't nobody said a damn thing. <laughs> whole well, rats, like whole clips. Him flat. I'm like, come on, tick, Mr. TikTok. That's, that's nature. That is nature. If you so can see that outside. Me, <laughs> so, so me saying, oh, shit, this is bullshit. Is more offensive than a whole animal getting eaten. Oh, hell no. I don't get how they operating over there. I need to talk to Mr. TikTok. I need to write. Come on, I need to talk to whoever the senator is of TikTok. We need because every every you, you everybody don't have to speak Chinese though, because it's a Chinese company. Don't you worry. I got two boys that speak Mandarin. They ain't all the way fluent. You? Yeah, my boys speak Mandarin. That's dope. It is. Mm-hmm. How old are your babies? 14 and 15. February 12th. We're 14. Yeah. Ooh, how you do that? You blame you know, that? Let me tell you something. First of all, what, what me and my ex-wife did was amazing. And it could never be duplicated. And okay. what we did was we made sure we did it right after CSI Vegas. We watched CSI Vegas. <laughs> and as soon as they go off, you go right at it. Bam. You go at it. Bam. And you stop. Don't try to do nothing extra. You do it for okay. five days because you know CSI Vegas is gonna come on every damn day. That's that five delay days. fertility plan. It's a delay fertility plan. I like that. That sounds like a real plan, a delay fertility plan. You better sell that. You better yeah, I think I can sell that. It. And you I sell, that. sell that. What is it like though having teenagers? Because I would assume they're also trying to get on social media and you have your boys getting out there in the world now. It's different. It's it's very different. They are um they are more like like my youngest son Jojo. He doesn't really want to be in front of the camera like that. And like certain things, I'm like, hey, bro, this this how this this the family business. You know what I mean? Okay. You know okay. I mean? But then every time the video does good, I gotta go back to school and listen to those kids. I told my son, so listen to me. Them kids are regular. Okay, those are regular kids. You are amazing. You know mm -hmm. why? Because their parents. Can't make nobody in the world laugh. Nobody. I can. And I happen to be your daddy. So to hell with them damn kids. We make money. <laughs> and I gave him $100. He was like, oh, yeah, I feel so much better now. Yeah. You got to work for a whole year. I for bet. Because family is really important to you. Like Absolutely. even in, in reading your book, The Journey Behind the Smile, you, you have a really amazing journey, which we talked about your book last time. Yes. And... I just want to kind of refresh people's memory on it. Like, why did you decide to be that vulnerable and to write the book? Because you talked about it all. And there were some yes. things in the book where you really laid it out there. Yes. Uh, I wanted, I didn't want it to be the traditional, he's a comedian's book. You know what I mean? Because you expect, you expect that to get a comedian. Uh, uh, if you're looking at his, his work, <clears throat> you expect it to be funny and, and naturally so. But I wanted to peel back layers to what some comedians, especially myself, uh, go through, have gone through in our past. And I wanted to open up doors for other people. I want other people to see, you know, by me being vulnerable, because I'm like, it is what it is. It happened. That's what that's what happened. And, you know, I was telling you last time I pissed some people off. I, I would imagine. <laughs> I pissed some people off like my Annie Black Al, her real name, Wanda. We call her Black Al. Uh, bless her heart. That's the one. <clears throat> 
that used to smoke crack. She had, you know, she's, she's been on crack, you know, forever. You know, she know, she know crack birthday. Crack has a birthday. Oh, okay. And uh, she called me like from a block number. And uh, I'm like, let me answer. Let me just, let me fancy me. Answer. And she, this is how you know somebody mad at you. They don't even greet you. They go right into what they own. They, they thought process is. <laughs> Ain't asking you how you doing. Hello. None of this. I said, hello. And let me tell you one goddamn thing. You out there spread my damn business. You ain't got no business spread. I was like, black out. Yeah. Yeah, that's who it is. Out there telling people I smoke crack. I said, <laughs> you did. You did smoke crack. That don't, don't give a damn about all that. That's back then. I'm a whole new person right now. I said, no, but you did it. You smoked crack. That ain't the point. I got a whole future ahead of me. What if I'm going to join in corporate America? Girl, you're not going to join no damn corporate America. Stop. <laughs> yeah, because you 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 did. You laid it out there. And I I can definitely appreciate that. And even the way that, like I told you last time, the way that the book is written, it you want to go on this journey with you. You yeah. said that there was a second part because you, you kind of ended it at, at a certain point where you mm -hmm. could follow your journey to you really starting to take off in the social media realm yeah. on the second book. So is there a second one? Absolutely. There's a second one. And the second one, just when I thought, I was like, okay, I'm almost finished. Pop the ankle, pop the Achilles. So now there's more on this journey. This journey is this. It's now I've been put in a position. I feel like, I feel like God grabbed me by my shoulders because I was moving around. I was in the Dominican Republic. I was in Puerto Rico. I was in Mexico. All during the pandemic. I'm all during the pandemic. I ain't worried about no damn COVID. Oh, you know why? Okay. Because I got elderberry, sea moss, burdock. I got all the things in my body that the body needs to sustain what it needs to sustain in this atmosphere. So I'm not worried about that. And I'm okay. doing pretty good. Still, nothing happened. So I'm doing all this moving around. I'm over in Oklahoma and I'm in, I'm in Texas. I'm in Atlanta. I'm all over the place. And then God said, grab me by my shoulders. He said, let me get you. I'm like, no, no just let me. Listen, son. <laughs> I mean, just gotta, let me. Just got to let me. I got to move me. Listen, son. You need to. I'm like, I can't move. And he had to sit me all the way down. And I wasn't going to do it on my own. He said, his boy, head hard. I've been trying to give him warnings, but he don't hear it. I didn't put mm -hmm. a whole damn pandemic out there. He still don't hear it. I didn't put a travel ban out there. He still finding ways to travel. You know what? I hate to do this to him. Cut off the Achilles. Oh, <laughs> he won't listen. Cut it off. Cut the whole foot off? No, just the Achilles. Just, the, just <laughs> enough to sit him down. And when it happened, I'm like, oh my God, I got so much to do. And God put his hands on my shoulder and he was like, you can't go nowhere. You have to sit in this space mm -hmm. and learn what I have to teach you for the next year and a half. I got to bring you through something. Because, yes, you are special. And I'm going to elevate you. But I can't just elevate you because you're worldwide late. It'll go to your head. See, I got to take you through something. We can never just give you something because you're taking it all hell or break loose. So I'm going to have to take you through this process. And it's just a dusting off process. It's like a diamond being mined. And I'm just getting refined. And now I'm getting touched up. And now it's time to go to the distributor. It's leaving the manufacturer. And now that thing is on display. But nobody realized that year and a half that it takes to really get that mm -hmm. diamond to that 
into the polishing, into the, the sparkling, into the glam, that exact, the exact moment of greatness that it needs to be in. And that's what this Achilles injury has taught me. Oh, that was so poetic. Somebody's got to be recording yeah, well, this. It, 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 <laughs> somebody's got to record this. I, yeah, somebody should be recording this. I don't know if anybody is, but I, I don't think they know. should. I don't they, even know. <laughs> Nobody no, that told was, me. That oh, well, well, you might hear it. We're you here. might see we're here. We're here. We're here now. I just hold oh. there's a camera on us. Oh, yo, absolutely. Jesus told me just like he told you to turn the camera on because you was about to be <laughs> tell you was about to have a message. Okay, so that's why I had turned. You know it what on. this is? We got to change this segment. This gonna have to be Delay's masterclass. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I just spoke a word into somebody's living room. That's somebody walking in their living room right now, praise dancing all through their kitchen, hopping all through that little uh, studio apartment, hopping all through Absolute. that little thing. Absolutely. Just gave them a word. You better you, take it and go. <laughs> I know somebody just had, they they felt it. The Holy Ghost, right, right there, yeah. right there. They felt that. They felt that. Mm -hmm. Growing up Pentecostal, I know. I know they out there. I know they felt yes. that Holy Ghost. You, yes. you do. Come see, on. See, you know, yeah, I ain't stayed long. I graduated something. from Sunday school, but it's okay. You graduated from Sunday. Let me tell you something. Right now, wherever you are, we need to take up an offering in this, this right here, because this is a sanctuary. All this is a sanctuary. Right here. All this is a sanctuary. <laughs> take it up. Take up an offering. Come on now. I if I, electronically you can send us money we will take it you know we will send you whatever you need to see this is televangelist we, we gonna be like televangelists up in come here on. You, come you, on we are I'm, let me tell you something when two people that are in the now i'm gonna paraphrase this because i don't know it all the way but when two okay. people are on a zoom slash stream your call and they both have the faith of a mustard seed they can mentally and virtually touch and agree anything shall come to pass. Now, I'd put four scriptures together, but it all landed in the same we, place. I got you. I, like I said, I graduated from Sunday school, so I don't know the difference. You could take that's Mark 2 27 13. That's in there. To me. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I admire people that know those verses like that. That is impressive. Let me tell you something about Psalms 35. I'm like, well, you know, you know them like that. Like you're familiar with them. Wow. Right. I don't even know if I know all. Well, let me not say that. I think I do. Let me tell you something. I got Genesis. I got Genesis. Leviticus. That's in there. Leviticus. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Deuteronomy. I know. Listen. Listen. I don't even know who came up with these verses. You know what I mean? Swiss Beats and Timbaland. They did. That's the that's the only verses I'm familiar with. <laughs> That's the only one I'm <laughs> would you do a comedic versus because they're talking about doing that would you do how, it but how would how would you structure that like what would that look like like I don't two know. comedians one tell a joke and he tell a story <laughs> i mean I, I don't i i don't even know how you even how you do that you, you i don't know I, I don't know how you do a comedic versus I, I don't know no how idea. you do a comedic versus, but you know, because I was doing some more research on you because I know a lot has changed since the last time we spoke. Mm -hmm. And you know, people out there like just different websites, they saying you like a millionaire millionaire now. And so do you feel that you can continue to be okay? Snippet, I, see your face. I do 
back it up. Uh, <laughs> you see, you can't make $3 in this damn world. You can't make shit without these people finding out anything. I made 13 more dollars than I made last year. And here they go. Then, well, you can't, well, you, let me tell you something. You can't do nothing nowadays. You, nothing you at all. You can't. You can't. They, they, they out there. I don't know if you got Sally Mae or IRS, but they out there telling your business. But regardless of the, the case, do you think you could still be funny as you become more successful? Because doesn't comedy come from a place of pain? Yeah, but I mean, I think if you you're gonna change your material because you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have different experiences. You're gonna travel more places. You're gonna have more things. You're gonna meet more people. Um, so you'll have those experiences. <clears throat> you just have to still be able to connect with that audience and don't get too far away from them to where they feel like, "Well, he talking about yes, I came down out of my." <laughs> Out of my helicopter when it landed in the backyard, my butler came over and I said, "Who asked for caviar? <laughs> caviar, get it?" And like, no. Well, you know, damn caviar. When you start eating cat, who taught you caviar? <laughs> no, because it's a, I ain't gonna name no names, but there was a really big comedian uh -huh. that released a special, and it came out last year, and everybody was like, "Well, he's not funny anymore." And most people were like, well, it's because he's rich. You know, I don't listen, know. Because let me tell you what happens. You could you could lose some of the hunger. You can lose some of that fire. You can lose some of that drive. You know what I mean? Um, at this point, I've I've never had 20 million yet. I had 20 yet, like 20 million deals. Uh, but when I do get the 20 million dollar deals, I pray that I'm so in love with my craft like I am now that I'm still willing to put the work in that it took when I was just an open micer to still provide that fun, that funny for that audience instead of bigger, you know, instead of bigger space for me. So um I, it's comedy subjective. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, it's okay. gonna be people that 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 may watch this live and be like, man, he's not funny. And then, and they crazy as hell. You know, so <laughs> it just depends on who you're talking to, you know, it depends on who you are talking to. So don't um, try but to you can lose, you can lose touch. You can definitely get too big and and now your audience, they don't relate. Okay. So you, as a comedian, you can't be too worried about your audience anyway. Because I feel like you can't do comedy if you're worried about, well, I mean, you want people to laugh. So you can't keep going out with nobody's laughing like, fuck it. I know I'm funny. But you, you right. do have to take that. But you kind of have to not take it. it yeah. You got to play it both ways. Like, you got to care, but you can't give a shit. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, you got to care, but you can't give a shit. You know what I mean? That is just... That's just how it is. It's just like that. You got to care, but you can't give a shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You definitely have to be grateful. Now, another thing that changed is I, you weren't you with Billy Sorrell. You guys had the podcast. I listened to it. What happened to it? Well, the podcast, uh, we had a little, we had a little, little rocky moment in the podcast and I didn't like how business was being handled. So I decided I'm going to leave this and go start the delay show. Went over and started the delay show. And the delay show, pretty much what you saw over there, but it's me. It's me doing my thing. Um, I know how to sell, I, I know how to, uh, uh, sell a ticket. I know, I know how to tell a story. Um, mm -hmm. So it was a matter of me putting myself in a frame of mind of, of an independent artist. 
I'm going to give you an example like this. Now, people are like, I hate to see people break up. Well, listen to me. I know who I am. I know who I was on that show. And the people that watch know what it is. What it is. Um, Michael Jackson had to leave the goddamn Jackson 5. He just couldn't stay. He, 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 could, he, he could not stay. You understand me? Bobby Brown right. got, a, got his ass up out of there. And we got a new addition. Yeah. Lionel Richie got his ass away from the Commodores and started doing his thing. So yep. Beyonce went, got her ass away from Destiny's Child, uh, girls, and went did her. What I'm saying Didn't is. Didn't she? Yep. At some point, every man wants to go and get it on his own. And that's what I did. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going to keep putting it out. I, 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 love, I love providing content. Uh, I got a platform where I can put out as much content as I want. Okay. I shoot from wherever I want. I got all my equipment. I shoot all my shit whenever I want. I can roll out of my bed and be like, action. You back with delay. It's the weather report. <laughs> whatever I want to do, I can do it. So, and it's not a bad thing with Did You Miss Me? Because I created that. That was something that, okay. that, that we, we created together. So it's not a bad thing on my end. You know what I mean? Anything else on, on the other end that's being spat is, is that people that know me know the space I'm in, the peace I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm too big to deal with bullshit. Drama. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm, I got I'm, you. I'm, you know what I mean? And then the person I and and then and then with lies and and and, and slander attacks. I'm like some shit just so wild and it's so outlandish. Some you said what? <laughs> you gotta check yourself. Like oh, I did I do I did what now? Oh, I ain't gotta check myself. I got. I'm looking at you. Like you lost your damn what? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Come, Come get this, this nigga. Right? <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, now you just talking it, crazy. So yeah, it was a it was a uh, a thing that went and went on for a little bit. But I, I learned I learned from that again. That was some okay. of the things the diamond the polishing off of the diamond to get ready to present it to the distributors so people can see it on display and be like, oh my gosh, look at that motherfucking diamond! I want it. You can't handle it, but you can admire. It. But you can admire. It. We definitely and it's just, admire it's just a part of my transition. Yeah, it's we admire you as as fans because you, like I said, you are so open and you you are so honest. And I could imagine because you've met a lot of people. I know that because one of the people that we talked to, she, um, Brandy Denise, who is a fellow comedian, she yes, actually said you helped her book power. Yeah, you. She said you helped her because you guys, you she came over to do the podcast, but then you guys didn't do it, and you ended up helping her like record her audition. So yep. you see, you changing lives. Man, we out here just trying to make people better. Just try to make ourselves and others better. That's it. Like Jerry Springer said, be good to yourself and others. That was just so <laughs> simple and powerful. And again, be good to yourself and others. We'll see you next week. Oh, God damn it, you went through all that bullshit for an hour showing us all kinds of bullshit. <laughs> and going to give us this profound ass statement at the end of it. Jerry, you got us. You got us again, Jerry. You got us again. God damn it. So what is the so I know the delay show because you also had delay after dark. Well, so you're not doing that. Excuse any. me? Are you are you still <laughs> with the oh, we actually then took it to another level because it's gotten too it's gotten too grown for certain sites, so I had to put it on a private on a private okay. I had to put it in a private sector. It's over on Patreon. So those that have been asking about delay after dark is on patreon.com backslash it's delay. I seen a couple episodes. Oh, that thing juicy. Yeah, that thing juicy. Let me tell you something. It's so juicy. 
And I know we got a strong Christian base that are watching us today. <laughs> we don't. We don't. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't want to jump way out the box, but just say it, it can get it can get very rated on another level. Now, however, let me be clear. Uh, there's no sexual acts going on, ladies and gentlemen, because you got to say that right. for men. Because when men hear that, they be like, man, I'm going over to pay for that Patreon. I tell you what, somebody better be smashing that hoe. Soon as I turn that motherfucker, <laughs> D-Lay better have a whole smash. That's how they thinking. They really thinking like that. Well, it's some people over there, that, that's what they, well, no, that's OnlyFans. Never mind. That's OnlyFans. Oh, no, 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 not OnlyFans. And my, listen, let me let me get some of the people that's just hearing D-Lay after dark for the first time. What it is, is, is a conversation with me and beautiful women from all walks of life, from corporate America to uh, uh, entertainment, uh, adult stars, uh, different type of women. And we're having adult conversations and we're just exchanging uh, experiences. Yeah. And I, cause I think I saw the one I saw you were talking to, I'm just going to say she's a lady of the night. I, that's the best way I can describe her, her job. She's doing what, a service. The woman has no quarrels about what she does for a living. She don't fake it. He was like, Oh my gosh, that's a nice person. I got it from sucking cock. Like, oh, I'm not even, <laughs> even asking you. Just, you compliment you on a person. You, you jumped out the box. Nobody even knew, but thank you. How much you charge? <laughs> but yes, you so I you can do anything. So yes. when we talk about the delay show, is that more for you said the Christian Christian following the the Christian based the Joe Olstein listeners? No. Is that no? Okay. Uh no, we 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 definitely we strongly discourage you to stay away from delay the delay show. Okay. If you uh are or sensitive, you know. Okay. To you know, to certain topics, you, you don't want to be over. You may want to go over to the Pirates House. You don't want to be over on the the delay show is is a it's a storytelling show, but we mix it with segments. I got a segment called "Hey, Come Get This Nigga" segment, and that's where we implement the video of some outlandish things that you guys may see that's going viral. And I put my spin on it like I do. Uh, different guests each week. It's just a fun show. It's a fun show. We have drinks. Um, it, it's a it's a it's an entertainment for the people in the living room. For the uh, for the it's a virtual entertainment for people in the living room. How about that? I like that. I like yeah. that. So let's let's do the rundown. When is the book coming? When is the second? I know you you might not have a, a hard date, right? But um, do you have we, a tentative date? Well, I'm just going to say right now, fall 2022. Um, okay. because I'll start back touring in January of 2022 and with the tour, I know I'll be busy. So while I'm having this downtime, um, my next move with the journey behind the smile is the audio. Okay. It's the audio. So the I'll audio book? Yes. Got we to talked have about the audio that last with my voice. Time. With my voice. Cause a lot of times okay. it'd be a white man voice. And would be like, hold on. What? <laughs> who, who, who let the white man get a microphone? And tell delay story. No, I'm going to tell it in my voice. I think the people want to hear it that way. Absolutely. We talked about that last time. I was like, well, you got to get an audio book. Because I read it in your voice. Like, I could hear yes. in your writing or through your writing. You say yes. some certain things. I was like, you got to say it. So right. I'm happy that you are going to be on the audio book. Absolutely. But we have a look forward to an audio ready yet for the for the journey behind the smile. Uh, I have a couple of... I, what I wanted to do is I have like a few chapters... I hate to drop like, you know, 
two or three chapters and get busy. And then they'd be like, I'll finish everything. What? And I'm like, oh, shit. We got to hurry up and get the rest of this. Because I, you know what I mean? I just want to get everything together and then drop it. Because <laughs> if you drop something, a piece of something, and the rest of it, ain't, and it's good, and the rest of it ain't ready, then people come to your house. Oh, no. Yeah. What people will show up at your house. Hey, where the rest of that book at? <laughs> right. You see how the black people show up at them white cops' house? That's how the people mm -hmm. show up at your house over there. Hey, I got your stuff off Amazon. What the rest of the material? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I know I will be there because I read, like I said, I read that book in a day. It was that yeah. entertaining to me. So wow. I could definitely hear it when you do that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You could turn yeah. it into a podcast, release one episode, monetize that, you know. You could do it that way too. Mm hmm. That's a, an option for you. The journey Whoa, behind. Oh, you just changed the game with that one. That's a great idea. Wow, how did I miss that? I don't know, but see, that's see, that's Jesus. He came down. He said, "You know what? You need to talk to her." That was a jewel you just dropped on me. See, see. I'm wow, wow. I'm with it. Okay, all I'm right. on that. All right, so nice. now we gonna appreciate that. Thank wait. you for the jewel. You, you you welcome. So now we, yeah. we now we now we gotta hold you to it because we can wait on that audio. Yes. So we also need to figure out. Okay, we got your Patreon. What's that one more time so that people can go to that Patreon? Patreon.com slash it's delay. I T S D L A I. Yes. Okay, don't bring your jergens because he said it ain't no fucking going on. It's just entertain information. It's information and, and eye candy for men and women. Okay. Okay. You know, Both. I know it's got Both. some men. It's got some uh, men that's going to be interested in women. Some women that's going to be like, hey, man, what to do is that? And I'm like, you know, I'm going to bring some some guys that you guys. Oh, you are? Got. Yeah, I got some for y'all too, ladies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Now, now we got to come over there. So so go to make sure you go to the Patreon. Well, you know, some men and women too. You never know what they must be to me. But the Patreon can. material is just more than that. Like I got a bunch of stuff over there that's not on the internet. That's not, okay. not put on the internet. Uh, behind the scenes. After show from the celebrity guests that come on, I had everybody. Skits? I'm sorry. Do you still do skits? Because I haven't seen you do any like the like the acting part. No, I've been I've been too busy with you know putting out episodes because my goal is to knock out 100 episodes by the end of this year. Ooh. Yeah, I'm on 22 right now. That's a on one leg. Order. On one leg. On one leg. Twenty-two, you, sir. Who go out working? Nobody. No one. So. Sweat. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. No. Nobody. Yeah. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So, but so the we got, got a lot of stuff over there. So a lot of stuff that people, you know, you, you, you man, we had everybody. Bill Bellamy on the show. Okay. Uh, Melvin Gregg, aka Man Boy from okay. Snowfall, on the show. Man, listen to me. Hope Flood, veteran comedian. Okay. Uh, actor. Man, listen. We're not playing any games with these people around here. Zero I games are being played. Zero. I'm in work you, mode. You are in work mode. See, and even with you being trapped in the house, it did not stop you from working, which is absolutely fucking amazing. And then we also can watch you on the delay show. On what's your what's your YouTube handle? YouTube.com backslash delay TV. D-L-A-I-T-V. That's so simple. 
That was so simple, y'all. That was so simple, y'all. D Lake TV. Go on, get over there and take a gander. There's plenty over there to gander at. That's how you know how famous you you getting fame because you got you just got D Lake TV. Like it's just you don't have to add no extra. D Lake TV three four five. Uh uh. Knock off the three four five. Don't know what that is. Give me me. Give me just what I am. What's your name? D Lake. Who? It's D Lake. Oh, <laughs> and we and we love we love you and we love your content. Yes. Yes, so you that's what you was, can find. You, you, you thought you was done. No, you got done. I, no, I, I got no, a I whole didn't. movie coming out. Dirty cops. No, I LA. didn't. Dirty cops LA. Whole we was gonna get there. We was Somebody getting there. Shot it ourselves, me and my partner Joey. Shot it. <clears throat> Directed it. I got a part in the movie. It's gonna be we're gonna put it together as a series. I'm not playing no games with these people. You understand me? I hate I got a job to do. I'm here to do it. <laughs> I hear you. Are you more movies to come? Or have you gotten a bug? The movie bug? See, actually, see, you thought I was done. See, the thing is, sometimes people say something, it sounds like in conclusion. No, no, no. I said that with dot dot dot. Okay. okay? I said that with dot dot dot. Okay. okay. You can see me do these Instagram videos where I'm sitting in these chairs and I'm getting these haircuts. And you see my sons getting these haircuts. And you see these celebrities, Dion Sanders getting these haircuts. You see Tracy McGrady getting these haircuts. You see all these people getting these haircuts and screaming out, take it in. I couldn't let it stop at social media. No, okay. I couldn't. So guess what? I decided to do my own damn thing. I got delayed TV and took it to another level. I shot it myself. I shot oh. a take it show. The show is called Take It In, a grooming okay. show. Okay. Take It In grooming show. And I go in from city to city and I highlight the dopest barbers. I sit down and get a haircut. As I'm getting a haircut, at the end of it, I'm going to do my Take It In. Before the Take It In comes, we do a you're back You're not scared. You're not scared because you're not scared, you know, a little bit because you never know about them barbers now. See, that's the beauty of social media. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what God did. Amen. God said, I'm going to give you social media so you can look at somebody in Japan. He'd be like, that's a cold barber out there in Okinawa. Oh, he cold. I can see. I can look on your page. And you can't even fool me. Because sometimes you can filter. You can't fool me. I know a good haircut. Okay. I know a dope barber. So it just highlights the dope barbers. Uh, and you can see, because a lot of people don't, you don't know what it what it takes to barber. You don't know what it's, no. what it's like to, to, to go through a barber. You don't know what it's like to become a dope barber. You know what I mean? You don't know what it's like to be inspired to be working in a dope shop of your own or a dope shop that you see mm -hmm. in some place. I'm taking you on that journey and I'm getting fly and I'm showing these people that are just in like little small towns, but they really dope. Okay. Really okay. dope. So not Amen. celebrity barbers. You talking about you trying to find both of them. The I'm talking, I'm doing I'm doing both sides of them. I'm okay. doing both sides of them. I got eight episodes. We just and then we're gonna have I'm gonna have a season, season one, season two, but I'm gonna do 10 episodes each. And from, okay. from your celebrity barbers to barbers you never heard of, but they're all gonna be dope. Everybody's gonna be dope. And these barbers are all I I I am I'm, I'm eyeing all these barbers and say, hey, listen, handpick, you do that handpick. I'm Mr. Take It In. I know what a dope haircut looks like. Because I've had okay. some other people cut my hair and there wasn't no Take It In worthy video. And I just looked oh, okay. at them like, what you doing with your camera? Put your camera down, sir. You know better. You've seen my haircuts before. You should know you can't. I didn't ask you to be so kind as to spend me. I never said that to you. Okay. I said thank you. 
No. Well, you know, you be crispy. You always be crispy. I've never seen you not have a crispy. You cut. have to capitalize on what people know you for. If I'm being crispy, why not get these barbers out here that's getting me crispy out there? Come on now, somebody. See another one. Praise God. He did it again. <laughs> he is speaking words. He is helping. Speaking. Speaking. He is helping God's he people. God's children. See, you 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 are, are helping everybody and you working at the same time. So you are a working man. You one of the hardest working men in show business. Yes. Yes. I, I believe in just making it happen. You know what I mean? You can't just sit back and wait. I don't have time to wait. I'm impatient when it comes to others. So I'll do it myself. I'll do it my damn self. And that way I don't have to have a time limit on when you're going to return something to me. Let me just let me just fix this myself. And now I got yeah. it. Now, I, now I know how the whole thing operates because I created it. You're right. You are. You are very right. And and that's one thing you mentioned in your book as well. Is like you just like when when you want to start it now. Let's do it right now. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's and that's a great way to be. That is a great way to be. You may not be as hot about it, the idea tomorrow, so you might as well act on it right now. You ever thought about something, and then thirty minutes later, man, I had a great idea. You forgot about it. Mm -hmm. It. Act on it right then. Act yeah. on it. Right I got away. three children. You're my, my mind is it, a lot of with kids. You forget. Yes. So yes, that is happening to me quite a bit. If I'm thinking, I'm trying to remember some Caleb and Georgia. Hey, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut your ass up. <laughs> Don't nobody talk. And they know. Okay, daddy's trying to think about something. Okay, I got it. I was talking about mushrooms. All right, boys, y'all get back to it. Remember it. That's all. See, and that's I like it also because you live life. Like you're not one of those people that just kind of goes through and has things no. happen to them. You live life. Yes. Yes. This listen. <clears throat> when you waiting on something. It's the most miserable time in the world. Mm -hmm. It's miserable because you, there's that thing out there and you're sitting here inactive and you still can't get it. You know how miserable it's like you're paralyzed. Right. And you've caused it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> caused and it's it. one of the things like I can't blame nobody. You sit in the well, wheelchair and boy, you can walk. Right. <laughs> get your ass out that wheelchair. Tell me I'm trying and to get to the other side, but when nobody pushed me, get up. <laughs> you Shit. see way too many people sitting when they should be up and they complaining. You just posted something about that. Now that I think about it. Yes. See, you you yes. you are about what you say. You are about yeah. what you say. And be so I absolutely enjoy talking to you. Every time I talk to you, I enjoy Every talking time. to you. Every you are time. one of the most real. I, when I tell you, I'm not. I, you are one of the most real people that I've spoken to. You are just authentically you. You are no different from when we see you on social media to when you actually speak to you. Right. So I appreciate you. Anytime you want to come back when you make that big blockbuster movie, yes. you know you got to come talk to me. Let me tell you. Something. Let me tell you how real I am. When I get off this live right here today, can I be real? You can be real. Come in. When I get off this live, I'm about to go in that kitchen and eat, and eat a sandwich with two inbreds. You from the south? You know that is not what we do. That is from the. 
I'm about to go eat a sandwich with two inbreds in here. Okay. Two of them. Okay. Two. All right. You know, you know, fancy motherfuckers throw the inbred away. It is something that the, the it's like a like a superstition. You're not supposed to eat the ends. You will get your whole wrist broken in my household <laughs> by my grandmother if you threw the inbreds away. Because the inbreds that you, you use that for coffee, you can dip that in coffee. And that's country. That's some country <laughs> shit I just said. Dip the inbred in some Folgers coffee. That's the best part of waking up. God damn it. <laughs> that's the best part of waking up. <laughs> I always enjoy you, Queen. Same here. Same here. I absolutely appreciate you. Come back anytime. I'm not gonna hold you so you can so you can get your sandwich. I'm gonna I'm let you get your I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna let, let it slide. I'm gonna let it slide. Do inbred sandwich. That's all. This is inbred sandwich. It's called an inbred sandwich. It yeah. it don't even taste the same, but that's okay. We gonna let him eat that. Go on, get your sandwich. Inbred sandwich. It's EBS. <laughs> it's an EBS. Get your EBS. <laughs> inbred sandwich. It's inbred. You got this inbred EBS. You ain't <laughs> never ate an EBS. You ain't never ate an EBS. I might have maybe once or two. One month, Everybody once or ate twice EBS before. Yeah, once or twice in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a stupid, it's a superstition, but I'm gonna let it go. But right. we appreciate you. Come back anytime you want. Absolutely. As always, Queen, keep rocking, and we're gonna do it again. We are. Absolutely. So much so. Thanks. All right. I want to thank D-Lay for coming on. He was so super dope. I appreciate him and all of his hilarity. If you have not had a chance to purchase his book, please go do that. And make sure that you follow him as well on social media. You will not regret it. And if he is coming to your town, you better get on. You better put your fingers on him. Get it on the keyboard. Take it away from where it's at and put it on the keyboard. And if he's there, you click buy. All right, because you will have a grand old time. But we have some grand old guests, and I don't mean they old. I mean they're here. Ashley, the cannabis nurse in the building here. She is the CEO and the founder of Cannabis Nursing Solutions. She is also the author of Aces Medicine, and she's doing big things. Y'all know it. She's also a brunching alum. She's been here since day one, so that is the day one. And then we have Miss Rosie from the Rosie Perspective. She is the founder and the host of the Rosie Perspective podcast. So how are you doing today, ladies? Hello. Great. We're doing fabulous. I'm glad because we, we got a lot to talk about. You two have some amazing like perspectives on things. So I've gotten a chance to speak with Rosie on her platform, which is dope. If you have not had a chance to download her podcast, make sure you do that. So like and subscribe because that's what we're doing. And then Ashley, make sure you go to her website at Cannabis Nurse. Is, is it Cannabis Nurse Solutions LLC? Yes. You got see, it. I remember. See, I feel proud of myself. I remember. I remember. Yeah. So that's sweet. We gonna do this today. We have some heavy topics to talk about today, and we gonna come out swinging. I even I got. I will say I got on my Indian hair today, but it's plastic, so it's it's like Indian but plastic. It looks cute. I appreciate that though. I appreciate you. I appreciate you saying that. But let's talk about it. So the very first topic we're going to talk about today is social injustice. If you've been under a rock over the past, shit, I was going to say over the past year, but we're talking many, many, the beginning of America. 
Okay, this is America at this point with social injustice, but it seems like we've kind of hit a little bit of a snag. We've had some issues with the Black Lives Matter movement with kind of like, where's that money going? Like, who's really responsible for this? We had a lot of people that are just kind of like being opportunistic with this. So how are we doing this? Are we and can we fix social justice in America? Because it seems like the police department is not really changing. The politics is kind of slow. Is it a dream? Do you think it's a dream, Ashley? Uh, Yes, as long as racism and capitalism exist all at the same time, capitalism always wins. Hmm, Interesting. So you, you don't think that capitalism can help? Black people? No, because we don't do it right. <laughs> Black people don't do capitalism. We don't do it right. <laughs> but what did he do? Did he doing it? He ain't doing it Jay-Z. right. Neither. You you heard about how he treated his people? He ain't do it right neither. That was not okay. But did- kudos to him, he doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie, can can we fix you? The Rosie perspective. So you supposed to have a rosy outlook? Oh, okay. well, I, well, I ain't got one here, okay? Because I don't think ain't shit gonna change. I I've lost hope. I think there'll be minor changes. They'll do shit for you know black people to shut the fuck up for five minutes. But then that same night, something else will happen. I honestly don't think it'll ever change. I think we're just hoping. And that's all it is, is a hope. Okay. I don't I think I'm a little different. Cause I'm not the I'm not gonna say that we have not made any progress. Because to say we have not made I mean we made, definitely had any progress will say that the people back in the 60s 30s 20s 1800s wasn't going through shit like they it wasn't just they can't catch a cab like they they was getting their ass beat like mm-hmm. this is different but we still have a long way to go i think that social injustice in this country to me i'm not going to say that it's impossible to get social justice but i think that we all have to look at it a little bit differently we have to look at how we are approaching this a little different because i feel like we immediately and then we put everything under this bubble and i think sometimes it's gonna be real we be putting stuff in this bubble that don't belong there that's just me and i think that, that it kind of starts chipping away at the progress that we're making when we make everything on the same levels do you agree no because it's not the same level so yeah we made progress but it's superficial it's not you know it's not as far as we should or have the ability to go so i said capitalism because that does get in the way because we become crabs in a barrel and that's the same thing that's happening with the black lives matter movement although it had a very good purpose and a good intention to start once you start putting those llc's and those you know co- corporations behind it the money comes in and that becomes a sole focus and you start to lose and it starts to get walk- mixed up into everything else that goes on and then it transforms over time into something completely different the same thing happened with me too with the me too you mean the me too movement mm-hmm. it kind of got convoluted yeah yeah i I think the same thing happened with that movement where they put a lot of stuff in there that started to chip away at the movement. Mm-hmm. It was people that was getting wrapped up in the Me Too movement right. that shouldn't have never been in it. And then it was like, oh, well, it's fake because remember that one time, right. one like, person. And that's what always ends up happening. You'd be like, you start off with, you know, gun ho, and then once these white people get a hold of that shit, they be like, <laughs> 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 they be off the hook. I mean that's true 
I mean, I mean, so like you guys said, I do feel like there was some progress made, but still, there's just a bunch of bullshit still happening, whether it's hidden, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, a white man at a job could still be making three times more as the black woman and she don't know that. Like, it's just things that are still occurring. And I live in an area where there is, you know, a good amount of white people. So I, I can't say that I've actually gone through the struggle. Even as a black woman, I haven't experienced a lot of what other people have. But I'm not oblivious to the fact that it's occurring. You get what I'm saying? So, yes, there's progress being made because as a black woman, I could say that I haven't experienced a lot of racism or barely any, to be honest, my whole life. But very much well. You said, what is it? I said, or covert racism. I'm yeah. sure experienced microaggressive. Yes, I definitely have. I definitely have. But I can't be oblivious to the fact that it's a thing. Like, oh, well, I ain't never experienced it. it. Must be y'all. No, it's not because it's still happening. And I think it's forever going to happen. Like, but progress has been made. You're right. But not enough. No, I, I I agree that there's not enough, but I think that's the danger too. When we say we've not made it anywhere, then people get hopeless. There's no point of fighting if we're not moving anywhere. Literally, I just think it's tiring. How about, why? But why do we have to? Like, we're no different than these people, but we gotta, oh my God, luckily we're making progress for what existed? Like, we're not doing anything that anybody in any other color is experiencing in life, but we gotta consistently be positive and look at the bright, bright um, side of things and be happy that we got to make from 2% progress to 5%. Meanwhile, nobody else has to. That shit is exhausting. I'm just over it. I, I, I get that. I'm not saying that you have. To, we have to be happy. Like, I'm not saying we gotta go get go go get your little, little tap dance and your Sandman costume. Like, I'm not saying we need to be doing that. But I think that it is detrimental to say, because then I've seen people that literally are a part of the movement saying that I'm making sure that I'm doing the work but you're saying that we, we're not moving anywhere we've not I literally and I've said this we are in the same places we were in 1960 I've said that no we're not because it right. takes what they go through and what they've gone through and it minimizes it I get it. They went through a lot more than we did. And you do have to have some levels of hope to want to continue. Because I think that's what happens in a lot of communities where there is this stagnation and there's this level of despair. Once you feel like, okay, it doesn't matter what the fuck I do. I'm never going to move past this shit. You ain't going to move. It's going to be like, okay, fuck it. That's why a lot of our communities... Of course, there is systematic racism. Of course it exists. But there is a level of we ain't never gonna move. My mother ain't never moved out of here. My grandmother ain't never moved out of here. My her mother ain't never moved out of here. I ain't moving out of here. Fuck this neighborhood. I don't care. I'm gonna throw trash on the ground. Like that's just kind of like the neighbor. The the you get what I'm saying. So yeah. I think that we can't say that there's no progress being made because people won't. People will give up. I, I get what you're saying. I agree with everything you said, except I want to replace the word hope with goals. I, I, I don't feel okay. like the collective we have goals you're right so I think if gotcha. we we were able to unify in a way where we could work towards achieving specific goals where a lot of other cultures do then there is room for progression and I think that you know as as individuals and as a collective we do have opportunity to to work towards goals so um and so it shouldn't be a state of hopelessness it's just a reality that we need to face and acknowledge the work that's been done 
but also realize we're nowhere where we need to be just kind of pulling both points together I agree with that. I, you, I couldn't have wrapped it, that up better myself. But speaking of wrapping things up, is monogamy unnatural for humans? Should we not have monogamy here? Like moving on, we're going to move on to the second topic. I know that's a hell of a jump, but I've heard this it's literally and figuratively. It's a hell of a jump. But I've heard so many people recently polyamory is big now there's a lot of that going on i've heard more than one man saying that monogamy is unnatural and it shouldn't be it's not when humans animals don't do monogamy so we shouldn't do monogamy is oh it God. unnatural who's gonna start here <laughs> <laughs> if you want, I mean, if you're married, you're married. Yeah, Ashley. Yes, Ashley. I'm not. Let's start with. So, so for me, it's about why is it that we have to judge people's choices? So I don't really give a fuck if you polyamorous or not. Honestly, go do you. If you want to have multiple partners, go have multiple partners. We don't all have to talk about it. <laughs> I hear that. But on a personal note, I do appreciate monogamy. That's not to say that, you know, in the future, like I'm not, this is me right now in this space, in this time, right? So, you know, because I am open to and aware of other people's perspectives, that doesn't mean that my perspective can't change in the future. You see what I'm saying? So, seven year old Ashley gonna be getting down. She gonna. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what she gonna be doing? I, I'm concerned. I don't know what she gonna be like. Okay, I can't wait to meet her. But, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like if that's that's your choice, that's your choice. You know what I mean? I think polyamory, though, in general, is a trend. I think people are uh -huh. jumping bandwagon. Yeah. Um, I I think that there is a level of, of luxury that comes along with being able to experiment and figure out what it is you want to do and what you don't want to do. So I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm not on the bandwagon. Like I'm totally okay with monogamy. I'm cool with that. I, that works okay. for me. So have you ever met a woman that hasn't been cheated on? Um, I, I don't think I've ever been cheated on. Okay. Wow, you the She's like myself. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, but but at the end of the day, so the only time you know you've been cheated on is if you found out that you've been cheated on. You could have been cheated on and not That's even know it. You're right. So like my like <laughs> that is true, but you are the yeah. first woman that has ever said that. I've never actually heard another woman say that before. But Rosie, do you agree that you can be monogamous? Monogamy is not force. It's not a thing that America is pushing on us. No, I mean, I'm not married, but I definitely am for monogamy. Like, and so is my man, because I don't play that bullshit. So, <laughs> you know, but for me, I think it's a choice. If I you have the um ability to stay single tell people like you know i'm not ready for a relationship and keep doing your thing when you decide you want to be with somebody and they're monogamous you're not forced to do that you've made a conscious decision because you can easily be like that's not what i'm looking for i want to keep keep doing my thing and then you know do your thing so people are getting in monogamous relationship with people that only want to be monogamous and then they're making it seem like i really didn't want to do this y'all forced me no you didn't get forced like are you okay you chose to be in a monogamous relationship but i think what you all said is correct i feel like polyamorous like 
you know, I feel like it's trendy. Just like some girls, again, whatever your sexual orientation is fine, but I think some girls are fake lesbians because it's a thing. Like, I don't think y'all really like women. But if you do, that's great. But it's it's a trendy thing. So no, me and my nigga is just me and my nigga. Like that's it. Okay. <laughs> no sister wives over there with you. No sister no. wives. Like you even think- threesomes and stuff like that. People are like, you would never, I'm like, no, I would never. Like I'm not interested in extra people in my relationship. I never have been. I've never thought about it. And that's just what it is. I could imagine, like, see, three sums to me, somebody is always weirdly <laughs> off in the corner. Like, it just doesn't work. In theory, it doesn't work. Like, in porn, and I think that's what people base that shit on. Like, yeah, ooh, yeah. I was like, you can't even fuck past five minutes with one. Like, what the fuck are you gonna do with two? Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> understand men at all. Like, it just, it, it doesn't make sense. I don't think that it's unnatural to want to be monogamous i agree with you ashley a hundred percent i think it depends on what you want and the reason why i think this this conversation came back up is because you're right i've talked to so i don't know what the fuck is going on in tennessee but i've talked to at least five people in tennessee mad random what the fuck is happening in tennessee it's in the war I don't know if it's in a barbecue. I'm not sure. But I met five fucking polyamorous people. They are all from the state of Tennessee. I don't think it's forced unless you don't want it. Like you said, Rosie, there's a lot of people that don't want to settle down. And instead of saying, you know what? I just want to fuck you, but I don't want to fuck you forever. Like, it's just, it's one time. Yeah. Right. Maybe just one time, maybe just maybe twice, but I don't want to fuck you forever. Right. Say that as opposed to, I'm going to go out and I'm going to cheat. Now I am going to be a thousand percent until today. I've never met a woman that hadn't been cheated on. Yeah. I, I, I'd never met well, I've never met a woman that didn't like no. you say, you know, I don't know. Like, I, don't know. I, been, I don't know. <laughs> you know? I, I don't think you did because men are they men ain't that good. They're not that good at hiding it. I think eventually <laughs> well, you, got, you would well, at least you'd have an idea and say, you know what? I felt like he one of them did one time, but I never caught him. You would right. say that. You didn't even say that. Cause there's I've been cheated on once and I caught his black ass. So I do know he cheated on me. And the second time, black men I don't, don't have, cheat. That's a lie, cause he was a black man, girl. Okay, so y'all need to give that up, fellas. I hope you know one day that changes. And the second time, I don't have concrete evidence, but to this day, I'm convinced he cheated on me, but I don't have the proof. So you didn't even say that, Ashley. So you probably that's really what, have it. That's what I'm saying. You found unicorns out of this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> never seen how you do like you gonna have to write a book like another book like yeah. i know you wrote aces medicine but you need to find listen ladies this is how you find a black man that don't cheat because I, <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> where you be hanging out what you be at whole foods like she's what? not in cleveland we know she's i mean we know she's not in tennessee <laughs> yeah she's not in tennessee <laughs> she is in maryland <laughs> Maryland and Baltimore which is like I said that's even more unique that you found on a Baltimore nigga (laughs) I don't know must be two Baltimores girl must be two Baltimores child (laughs) yeah not on the side that I not 
well, she she she's not she wasn't in the city, so maybe that's what it was. Maybe she she ain't in the city. <laughs> she ain't in the city. But there's another controversy that's kind of like circling around, and it's the natural hair movement. And this is why I wore my horse yakky today because I said <laughs> that I said horse yakky. I cannot, child. <laughs> Well, the horse yaki look good, girl. Does it do? Appreciate you. I'm naying and everything. You should watch me step. I look like my little pony in this bitch. Like, I'm just <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you. But it was something that came up. So it was a YouTuber who, she's natural. When I say natural, she's natural. So she doesn't comb her hair. She doesn't dye her hair. She just allows her hair to kind of grow out her scalp. Okay. So she was on this page or so that was supposed to be this natural hair group. And she posted a picture and she got nothing but hate. People saying like, this is not what the natural hair movement is. You look unkept. I have these products that can curl your hair. Is the natural hair movement wrapped in colorism where it's not about the hair that naturally grows out of your head, but making your hair as curly as possible? Because the one, the hairstyle that is promoted in the natural hair movement is like 3B hair. You know, that that really, you got Indian in your family hair. Yeah. Like, that's the hair that you see, and it has to be long. If you do have coarse hair, the only time you get a compliment is if your hair is super long. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah, you got, like, a nice afro. But it got to be long, though. It has to be, like, a like an afro. Yeah, it, that goes back to the judgment thing for me. Like, I mean, your hair is your hair. Go go wear your hair, boo. Do you hear the beep? No, I do. That's my, my text oh. messaging coming through. Oh, I, oh, I thought you had a pager. <laughs> <laughs> Not a pager, honey. She said, uh, I'm a, I don't know what that is, but nobody else's face look like something's beeping, so I'm going to act like I don't hear it, okay? <laughs> I was like, yeah, maybe it's me. Like, <laughs> Like your hair is your hair. Let it do what it's gonna do. Like I just feel like we spend too much time trying to look like something on TV. Like you said, they usually publicize some. You know, if she is brown, then she has the person like C colored hair. You know, C shaped or curl shaped hair or whatever. And like nobody's hair really. I mean, there are people's hair who looks like that, but most, the average black person doesn't have hair like that looks like that. I mean, so I just wish that, or I would hope that we don't spend as much time looking at other people's hair trying to make it look like that and if you you want social have you media, seen all of them natural hair videos they're always that. perfect mm-hmm. they're always perfect and my hair was never perfect and i could never make my hair perfect so i just don't understand that so i mean do what you want to do like people judge me because i decided to lock it and i didn't lock it in the way that you see it perfectly done on tv i did a two-strand twist and people's looking at me out the side of the eye it was like girl are you okay today Really? Yes. Yes. I would go to work and people be like, Did you, you everything okay? I'm like, Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I would have to smack a bitch that day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I I'm would like, be unemployed. But everybody always got something to say about what you're doing and they ain't got shit to say about what's going on with them. Is your is your debt paid? Right. 
<laughs> your clothes washed at your house. Do you do you wash your clothes? You got a pile of clothes. But you worry about my hair or this young lady's hair. Uh, stop it, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I'm gonna ask you, Rosie. I'm gonna ask you this question because me and you, we're both brown. Okay, mm-hmm. so I feel like we get, especially when it comes to like with colorism and with your hair, like if you are dark, you got to be A1 sauce. Your hair yeah. got to be laid, fried, dyed, laid to the side. Because if it's not, people going to say something to you. Do you agree? Um, yeah, I feel like you, you kind of have to be a little bit more on point, unfortunately, the way society is set up, um, as far as like the natural hair, uh, I don't do natural hair. I I mean, it's not because I want to be white or Caucasian. I have 4C and 4C is a motherfucker. I don't care what (laughs) they try to show you on YouTube. I don't care how many empowerment groups they have i can't fuck with my own hair and the shit is mine okay so for me i just do what makes it easier for me and what makes me feel good now if you want to keep your 4c out um your 4c hair out that's fine but i feel like it doesn't have to be projected like you know i do my box sprays maybe i'll wear a wig maybe i'll wear crochet but you know, another thing is kind of like people are like, oh, well, when black women do that, you're you're trying to be white. Yes. I'm not. I can't maintain my own hair. And I know it sounds pathetic because it's mine. But you have to think about it. Unfortunately, growing up, having your hair permed, all that stuff, you weren't used to already doing it. Now that I'm an adult, I don't know how to do that shit. So I don't <laughs> want to. OK, and I think that's fine. So. If you want to do natural hair, I think that's cool. But I don't think every black woman that doesn't wants to be Caucasian. Like, y'all got to stop. I think that that's the problem. Like, we black women, we find reasons to hate each other. And this was just another reason to divide and conquer. Like, if you are natural or unnatural, it remind me of the vegan movement. Like, I'm vegan, so I'm better than you. Like, it, yeah. it, it was, that's what this is. So if you do the natural hair, it's almost like I am better than you because I'm doing natural and, mm-hmm. and you're not. So I think we do need to stop with that bullshit of, okay, you should be able to do what you want. Like Ashley said, do what the fuck you want. If you want to wear blonde hair, wear blonde hair. If you want to wear your natural hair, wear your natural hair. But I think we do need to stop like competing with one another and comparing one another. And then also stop listening to men with the bullshit that they spew to Especially when it comes to, I want a natural woman. And then you look on an Instagram feed and it was like, um, do you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right. No, baby, this is all, this is all fake. Like, I, I don't know if you know that this is fake, but it's not real. Like, stop it. And so I think that that's where this kind of came back to because back in the 70s when they did it it really came i think it came from a place of we want to reconnect with our roots now again just like polyamory it's a little bit of a trend right and somebody found a way to make some money they said oh i can sell you this curling cream Your hair don't grow like that, but I'm going to keep selling this to you. It's going to keep drying your hair out and you're going to walk outside (laughs) looking like somebody did a cum shot on your head. But it's okay because I'm going to make some money. And that's basically what is continuously happening where they are selling, I think, and pushing this. So there's no right way. If you got to put curling products in your hair, is it that natural? So let's not knock one woman for doing it. If your head don't grow like like if you gotta put fifteen tubs of whatever. Yeah. 
baby, don't catch you in the rain. It's going to look like she's milking herself. Her her roots is going to cry milk juice from her head. So, like, no, that's not natural either. So, let's stop. We got to love one another and just be one. I had an amazing time today speaking to both of you lovely ladies. I want you to give information, though, so how people can listen to you more of your podcast or more of your platform. Ashley, how can people buy that book? How can people support your classes? How can people support you? So I'm at cannabis nursing solutions LLC.com. You can email me at cannabis nursing solutions at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at cannabis nursing solutions. And if you want to buy ACES medicine, you can buy that everywhere. It's in Walmart, it's in Target, it's in Amazon, it is everywhere. Barnes and Noble, everywhere. Or you can go to my website and you can buy it. And I got some cute stuff for nurses if y'all interested. And my course, the next one's May 21st, and this is specific for nurses if they want to incorporate cannabis into their practice. That's she awesome. Do. She's a business. <laughs> she, she business. She be knowing. And see, that's why I say, Ashley, she be knowing. And Rosie, how do people follow you? How do they support you? How do they listen to your podcast? All right. So you can listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all major streaming platforms. Uh, the podcast is The Rosie, R-O-S-E-Y Perspective. Uh, also on Instagram, that's my only platform. So once you find me there, you'll find me anywhere because I'm active like a mug one near. Uh, it's The underscore Rosie, again, R-O-S-E-Y underscore perspective. And that's it. See, and you support both of these ladies. I absolutely love them both and what they're doing. Their perspectives are top notch. I don't give a damn what you say. The Rosie perspective is going to be one of my. New, it's got to be. It's got to be my new favorite because Joe Button is gone. And I, <laughs> I, 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 but it is a very dope podcast. So make sure if you've not had a chance to listen to her. Go do that. She has amazing guests. She has amazing topics. She switches it out every single week with different people, which I don't know how she does that because that <laughs> alone is like, whoa, Jesus. I, <laughs> Thank you, you know, girl. <laughs> from afar, because that's an amazing thing that you're doing over there. And yes, Ashley, she know. Ashley, Ashley, the day one pod with me. She's the day one potter with me. So Ashley, no, I always talk about Ashley. How highly I Ashley's one of the smartest people that I know She's one of those people that she has her shit Together like when I tell You she has her shit together and I've been telling her That for a while and she's like I don't I don't but she, <laughs> she be having Her shit Together so make sure You go support both of these ladies I had an amazing time today So let's get and wrap This up this has been another episode of millennials anonymous matter of fact this is the season premiere so it's the brand new we are premiering this so i want to thank you all again ashley the cannabis nurse for coming through rosie from the rosie perspective and delay who is absolutely one of the nicest people he he bomb when i tell you delay is is he is my new cousin from another mother i i really appreciate you delay you knows that i do so thank you so much for tuning in to millennials anonymous podcast we will be back again next week